Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. This is Daddy T. You know me. It's Teresa. It's the new season. This is the fourth season of You Can Tell Me Anything. Wow, that means we are going into year four. Really wild these um, last four years. Can't say anything's changed. It really stayed exactly the same. This literally, you're, I, you can't even tell what you know day it is now compared to the first time I recorded this. Just kidding, obviously. That was a really poor attempt at a joke. Uh, I am recording this intro. It is Sunday, January 24th. And I believe this episode comes out on Wednesday. So uh, hello from the past. Why do I sound loopy? Well, let me, I'm going to share this with you because I feel like my, my confidants would enjoy this. I, um, today is the anniversary of my little brother's suicide. And, you know, of course I miss him very much. Um, I will say every year, all the work I've been doing to process and move on and also, you know, in a way that's healthy and remember him and, you know, not forget about him but also live my life um every year it's gotten easier and then I feel like I went like I went easier until year three and then I super went back and like four and five were really tough and then I got into trauma therapy so um yeah I guess just a status check year it's year six and I um feel very much still fond of him and obviously that will never go away but the that like acute pain is gone and I don't feel, I feel like this is healthy. Um, but so what I did today, because obviously I'm in quarantine, I can't go to visit his resting place. Um, I went and got some flowers and for just from the, the grocery store across the street. And I got some little, little like candies and things to offer him. Um, and then I smoked a joint with him. I know it seems silly, but you know, like this is just what I'm going to do because um, everybody processes differently. And it just kind of made me think it's so silly. Like when we were younger, we would, you know, uh, it's not silly that we did this, though, saying hi to our ancestors, but this is where I got the idea. And then you have to put the incense in the rice. And I was like, I'm going to smoke a joint with my brother and just stuck the joint in uh, some walnuts. Um, so anyways, we did that. That's fun. But that is why I'm just really letting, you know, the words flow today. It's one of those days um, that I'm just going to take what life gives me and not think too much. But I am very excited for the new season. I've um, got some great guests coming up. Um, I'm just so excited for you guys to hear these episodes. I'm planning some fun things, uh, including a couple episode for Valentine's Day with a couple, a comedian couple who I love. And uh, yeah, so this episode, I actually met this guest on TikTok. Shout out TikTok. Uh, never thought I'd be saying that. And just love their TikTok so much that I was like, do you want to come on my podcast? Uh, because it's really related to some of the more like singularity, big data, kind of artificial intelligence um, topics I've been talking about more in the last year. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, I'm very, uh, yeah, very grateful for your support and no real announcements besides, I guess if you miss seeing me do stand up, I am like doing more Zoom stand up shows again. So I have one tonight um, on Instagram. Actually, it's Alice Wetterland's show. So you can follow her on Instagram and see the link. Um, that's tonight. And then Friday, I'm doing Deanne Smith's show. So you can follow them on <laughs> Instagram and find that. Everything's online. And then I'll just be posting shows um, on my site, TeresaLeeComedy.com. And yeah, if you want to buy some Valentine's Day cards, I made some really cheeky ones based on stand-up jokes I have. Um, I'll even send them to your honey loved ones for you. All you have to do is um, fill out the info online and tell me what you want to put on the message and I'll mail it directly. That's all on my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com slash shop. And no more, um, no more confidant newsletter. So don't send me money on PayPal. I have an OnlyFans now where I want to pool my resources to uh, make more... Ran, like content that's what 
specific to me and maybe more like focused. So if you are a confidant and want to try that out, just email me, tell me anything, product.gmail.com and I'll give you a free month uh, because I know there's not everyone is familiar with what OnlyFans is. Um, I'm posting a lot of like videos about the singularity, you know, poems and things like that and talking about my trauma and mental health, uh, which I feel it's a good platform for because it's a little bit more private, the things I'm talking about. So I want to make sure anyone who sees it is someone who actually wants to see it and is an ally and not trying to, you know, exploit. So that's why I've done that. So yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to email me or write me online. Um, and yeah, enjoy this episode. All right. Bye. You can tell her, you can tell her anything. She's a real good listener. You can tell her anything. Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. Um, this is You Can Tell Me Anything. Yes, that is my nickname. My guest is already laughing. I'm so excited to, to have them on the show today because we actually... I guess we just met right now, but we met on TikTok. Um, I love their TikToks. So funny. Um, you'll have to follow them to see because it's like a mix of all the stuff I like. So if you like me, you'll like it because not only is it like spirituality, mental health, aliens. Also, there's a recent video of twerking, which is like, like that is my sweet spot. Love, love, love so much. It's Kai Glow. What's up? Hey. Hi. How are you? Sorry for just like... <laughs> I got too fangirly there. Um, I did find you on TikTok, so technically, I guess I. Do you have a name for your fans on TikTok? Oh wow. Um. You know, I never really. I mean, I guess if we're gonna come with one, it could be like uh, spiders. Spiders. Or people are scared. Oh my um, god. Your fans are spiders. I only because I know you told me. Well, we'll get into it, but I know you told me how you feel about spiders. So, this is very in- interesting that you would call your fans spiders. No, it's almost like a prolonged therapy where I'm like yeah. using everything as a way to like move past my fear. Huh. Oh my God. I'm, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get into it because I have a complicated relationship with spiders in that I've hated them for a long time, but I've also been alone for a long time, often see them and try to convince myself that I love them. <laughs> Still to no avail, hey. but I, it's hard. Um, I did want to, oh yeah, so I want to shout out the first TikTok I saw of yours. Um, now I'm like just totally hooked, but the first one I, that came on my page that, cause I see a lot of spiritual TikToks and I, I think you're on spiritual witch talk. I am not on purpose on it. I'm accidentally on it. I got on just to try to like be relevant and make comedy. It's so sad when I say that, but then I think because of the stuff that I've been experiencing, which is why I feel like TikTok the algorithm is part of the singularity. Like it just shows me stuff, even if I'm like, stop it. I don't, I, my brain is too easily malleable. I don't want to be brainwashed. <laughs> but the one I saw, <laughs> the one I saw of yours is great. Cause it's sort of in that, um, uh, in that in between where it's relatable, whether or not you're already on this path. So for anyone who's confused about what I'm talking about, don't worry, we're going to like bring it back to square one. So it was the one of you, it was two candy shop, um, was the sound, which is always fun. I love a throwback. I, it might have not been the original. It might have been a remix, but, you know, like the do-do-do-do-do. Mm-hmm. Girl, I'll take you to the candy shop. You guys know it. <laughs> and you were saying um, how I like how I stay calm or focused and keep my energy when pe- the people are mad at me or yelling at me. And, um, I mean, you guys have to watch it. I don't want to 
I don't want to butcher it, but basically you were saying like, you send them love and light and you were like outside and not only were you like very, uh, like you just like had a very calm energy that I was like, Ooh, and also like very good looking. So I was like, okay. And Aww, also, but the, the words, <laughs> the words were like, Oh, this is so like what I need to hear. But also it didn't seem like you were doing the thing where people say like love to my haters as a way to like fuck off and piss them off. It really seemed like you meant mm -hmm. it. Um, and I really like connected to that. So that's what, made me follow you but did, did I totally oh. just like butcher the actual <laughs> I feel like Ooh, I I described it in a, a chaotic way that was a beautiful actually the way you described it was so beautiful because you showed the visualization and you talked about the words but yeah that is so cool that that was their first connection yeah Hopefully it helps it does and I and I imagine um yeah imagine imagine that a lot of people connect to your content that way too so um, before we get too into it, I do want to ask for a good confession. It's just a way I like to start, just to start on a positive note. I guess mine was that I found your TikTok, but would you? Ha is there something good you want to confess? Um. Yeah. Uh. Well, I mean, shoot. I guess when I was in college, which I feel so interesting saying that because it feels like it was just yesterday. Um. <laughs> parking was always such a pain in the rear and um I just hated being out there for like you know 20 minutes 25 minutes going around corners and everything and so I devised this plan to pick up people in my car uh -huh. um and I was you know a little I had my sweatshirt on and everything like that and I looked pretty um just like you know little little <laughs> I mean just five foot seven whatever maybe uh -huh. five foot eight and, Wait, where did you um, go to school? Just, was it like a sub suburban area or city? Um, it was San Diego State University, oh, okay. so kind of like in between, yeah, like cityish. And I would just wait until they came up the stairs, and because um, there'd be people like in front of me and behind me, and I'd be like, "Hey, I know this is really weird, but um, <laughs> can I take you to your parking spot?" Um, and like <laughs> some people would kind of like look at me, but uh, my humble brag is that, um, I didn't have one person turn me down wow. <laughs> and the conversations we had were so, so sweet. It's almost like you said, with the divine timing, like I just learned, it was almost like it wasn't a coincidence that I was going to pick them up and then I <laughs> ride in my car and we we're going to start talking about life and spirituality and stuff like that. So it was really cool. Oh, that's so, but, yeah, and it's really so smart because it comes from just problem solving. Like you're like, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to drive around looking for a spot and it helps everyone. I think people do get, like you said, people sometimes get weirded out as a first reaction, which mm -hmm. is, I think, a safe and good instinct to have. And then that mm -hmm. means you're like, the fences are working because somebody could take advantage. And I think right. it's smart they have that. And then the fact that you didn't react poorly to their reaction and then mm -hmm. give them a second to like, recalibrate and go oh yeah this is a great idea so I think mm -hmm. yeah I like to like kind of look at the whole thing now because I used to think so binary which I don't anymore but I used mm -hmm. to think like oh if I'm always defensive and then I mean so mm -hmm. now I must be super like open and then you're too vulnerable so I think mm. the way you described it is like had you been trying to take advantage of someone you wouldn't have been so calm if they said no you would have been like mm -hmm. what what do you think I'm gonna do <laughs> you know what I mean like people get that yeah, way yeah. and then that disarms someone because they don't want to be rude and then that's when they're mm. like I guess I'll go with you even though they're like something's telling me no <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's perfect way what about you 
what about me <laughs> my good confession <laughs> you on the spot uh oh i mean i did i guess today oh, i put on a full face of makeup today um i you look beautiful I'm, oh, thank you it's a little i know we've never met this isn't how i mm-hmm. spend my saturday mornings in quarantine i was feeling really sad last night and this morning and i what something that helps me a lot is to put on makeup i don't know why i'm sure deep down there's something problematic about it but i i like the routine it's meditative and there's like a structure and and something to it i'm sure i also like to feel pretty like it's probably not all great but uh for me now i um i wanted to put on makeup this morning because i was like i was crying a lot and i was like if i first fix my uh puffy eyes but second if i put on makeup i like i won't want to cry it off uh and it kind of worked because then i i feel like people have to know people who listen to this know me so they know i'm not saying like if you look hot you won't Mm -hmm. be sad but for me it's the meditative routine of putting Mm. on something and knowing that I can like be like let me go through some motions and then at the end I'll get to a place I want and maybe that will encourage me to do that with my life uh but for now let's just feel nice (laughs) so I is that a good confession (laughs) it it sounds like a really I like it meditation can be anything that you are currently very focused on you know you could meditate when you're uh be in a meditative process when you're swimming when you're running when you're putting on makeup so yeah that's a beautiful way to connect with the present moment for sure oh thank you you have such positive vibes i i like just love it like it's like so soothing (laughs) you're like that's really beautiful thank you 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 too Uh, (laughs) you deserve all the positivity in the world ah well i i want to get into um i'm really excited about our confession but before we get in too far into that um this was inspired by me going to therapy i didn't really start till i was um in my 20s and so i like to ask just um what your like relationship with therapy is do you go obviously you're very spiritual spiritual so um if if not therapy like what's your sort of not coping but what what's your you know method of um kind of going through the ups and downs of life um and how do you deal with that yeah um well so i used to be very religious which there's nothing wrong with being religious it's just another Mm -hmm. experience but for me, um, I wasn't really getting the help I needed within, mm. you know, some people it works really good. But for me, I was looking for some type of avenue. So I started counseling and um, I hit a real low when I was in college that uh, really just was scary um, mm. where I got like a suicidal thought. And I've always been a person who's really valued my life. And mm-hmm. so when I got that, I was just very open to whatever my counselor wanted me to do. And coming from a religious background, I was very um, scared of Mm. any type of meditation, any type of Mm -hmm. breath work. And he just offered, he's like, Kyler, I know that you don't want to do this. I know, like, but could you just, can we just call it breathing? Can we just Mm. breathe after the session? And I was like, I mean, I guess. (laughs) And it didn't seem like it really did anything, but um, he's just like, just try it for seven days. Uh And so I did it. And I had this crazy crazy spiritual awakening where Mm. um after the seventh day and i was also listening to this book on audible called the power of now by eckhart tolle which is literally just i've been recommended that a bunch i should probably read it but i have Mm -hmm. not yet (laughs) it's so good so good for anxiety because it just drills in your head like be present be present be present and um on the seventh day i had this very religious number 
What? It says very religious number. Well, I don't know if you're uh, you're coming from Christianity, but I guess when I mm-hmm. think of on the seventh day, I think of yeah. God, oh, that's God so true. Look at you. Yes, exactly. I didn't even connect that. Wow. Um, and I had this like moment where it, like it felt like my brain reset or like something mm. happened where. Um, like I was having panic attacks. I was going into the urgent care, like Mm. literally every two or three weeks. Um, and they're just like, we don't know what to do with you. Like, Mm -hmm. we're just going to give you anti-anxiety meds. And then I got a suicidal thought and I was like, all of a sudden, just my brain felt, um, this complete peace. Mm -hmm. And I literally wrote in my journal. I was like, I feel like I have a new brain. Wow. That's so cool. I mean, it sounds like it happened really fast, which is like, very remark- remarkable because I, I can re- relate to some parts of that story, but I um, I think for me, I, I'm it was a much longer process. But I do feel like there was at least a year or so when I kept saying, like, I feel like my, my personality is changing, but I couldn't quite mm-hmm. like, understand it. It was kind of spread out. But now that I'm on the other side, at least, I don't know if I'm fully awakened yet. I definitely feel not like novice in that, but... Now that I'm on the other side of something, I do, I can see that that was happening. It was just drawn out and I didn't understand it at the time. Yes, exactly. It's like this process and, mm-hmm. and everyone's process, like you said, is completely different. Like, and, um, and I think what really helped was I was so, uh, I don't know if you've ever dealt with like panic attacks before, but I oh, was yes, so all the determined time. <laughs> to never have another mm. panic attack <laughs> that um once i felt that switch in my brain and i realized it was you know being present mm-hmm. focusing on awareness journaling you know meditating i was like i will literally meditate as long as possible until i n- i never have another panic attack where i'm out mm. of control wow um so i did that i i went from like 10 minutes to 15 minutes to 20 minutes to 25 minutes to 30 minutes and then like a year later i'm doing like an hour wow and i've never had a panic attack since that's amazing. Well, congratulations. I mean, it's it, beyond you. just ha- like having never having it or because I, I think um, I think the important thing that I hear is also just that you took the control of your own well-being by like you said, you had a suicidal thought and you're like you recognize like you were aware enough to know like this isn't how I want to be. But it, you're also not so in denial that you're like, let me ignore it because it's a it's your body is telling you, hey, I need something. And so you're, you were able to go, okay, let's get help, which I think is really, mm-hmm. um, really incredible. A lot of people have a hard time, including myself. I think just during quarantine was when I first finally realized, like, it's okay to ask for help, which I tell people all the time. But it's so, so hard when you think, like, well, I don't, as long as I'm alive, like, I don't need to ask mm-hmm. or burden anyone. But sometimes you're like, or I could ask someone who I trust would say no if they meant it. That way I don't feel like I'm burdening mm-hmm. them. And um yeah, I think that's the key is just knowing that you can you can help yourself by asking for help. Yes, I love that. And that's what I love to do, too, is like I'm very similar to you is like I feel almost like this weird thing where I don't want to burden people. But at the same time, um, if you believe in this, you know, like the flow and that mm-hmm. everything literally like the universe, everything wants the best for you, that like the people mm-hmm situations even if they might seem like the craziest weirdest like in the end there's this love and light that is Mm -hmm. just able to surround you and like help you and maybe not in ways we ever imagined but I feel like just 
I like asking definitely changes everything because through that I'm like I'm a culmination of so many people who have helped me in so many mm-hmm. books and so many situations and um also I think affirmations and manifestations have been also a huge game changer mm-hmm. for sure every morning and night um for I'll just get this I'll have like a list and it's probably like four pages and I'll just go off the list and I'll just be like um thank you that I am you know infinite thank you that I am limitless thank you that I'm strong I'm powerful I'm courageous that I radiate uh, love and positivity to everyone and whenever anyone radiates it back I accept it and um just training your brain because for some reason we have these like debilitating thoughts and Mm. we don't you know sometimes we know where they come from certain Mm. situations or memories but when you say uh manifestations or affirmations every single day you're training your brain yeah important that's so beautiful I mean it literally is I call it reprogramming but not in a cultish way but I I well (laughs) I kind of abandoned now but in the beginning of lockdown when I had a little more time I was teaching I was learning coding and then I realized like not only can I approach the world that way but I can code my like if I was a robot which robots are modeled after humans so like it it seems funny to (laughs) say it that way I'm just using shorthand but I'm not I know that it's actually true that um I can program myself and now that I'm an adult I got children shouldn't do that because you don't always know what's best for you but as an adult I can be like oh I want to you know be less um insecure but I can't just be less insecure by saying stop being insecure I have to figure out the situations that are safe and healthy to put myself in to teach my body the feeling of security which means finding healthy relationships and allowing the fear to like happen and it's it's hard but I I think of it as like a I'm, I say I'm like mommy, daddy, and baby, and um, <laughs> it kind of works. It's so weird to like, yes. like just be like, I am going to be my own family right now and still have relationships, mm-hmm. but in a way where I'm like not, I'm not angry at anyone for not giving me what I need um, because I can mm-hmm. always be like, all right, well, like, let's go to this next shop owner. Who, who can, do they sell the thing I want? Do they, like, I'm a family yes. unit looking I don't need to do it myself. I don't have to make everything myself, but I don't have to be like, I can't believe you wouldn't sell me a Gardettos or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great point. You bring up oh, such a, and this is something I was just dwelling on the other day. It's like when, like a lot of times I feel like we're in friendships or we're in relationships because we feel obligated mm. for whatever reason. Like, oh, I've known this person for like eight years or like I've known this person for so many years that they've given me so much. But actually, if someone is taking more energy from us and like not giving us anything in return and like treating us like a vending machine, mm-hmm. pretty soon we're going to run out if they're yeah. not restocking us. And like you deserve the best best relationships like you deserve someone who will give as you give will Mm. receive as you receive and like yeah it won't be perfect but I mean if it's like this Mm. then realistically if you're always drained it's like it doesn't matter if they've known you since you were a baby like you your time is so precious and so I completely resonate with that 100% yeah and I just want to like um kind of highlight one thing you said is they'll receive as they receive because I think a lot of people and this kind of goes back to this idea of like non-binary thinking for me I think a lot of people when they hear like oh affirmations or positivity they think uh I mean there is a you know section of the internet that's like this where they're like shut out the negative like cut off the toxic friends and I, I I know that's not what you're saying and to me the idea of um 
of it's dangerous to just think like oh if they're not giving as much as i give because it's still one-sided but i like how you include receive because it's true like we mm-hmm. both want to get our needs met and we want to feel needed by others Ooh. and it doesn't have to be totally like you know 100 for 100 but if someone's putting up a wall to make you feel codependent and you keep trying to give and they don't receive mm-hmm. that can just be as equally painful as someone not giving you mm-hmm. what you need yeah exactly and there's so many different friendships that we learn from and mm-hmm. um like just our time is so limited you know if we yeah. and I feel like we're vo- both very similar where we just love people and we love interacting we love having conversations and we could probably sit here and have so many conversations but realistically we have to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. and we have to find things and so it's like we have to fine-tune our our time and we have to fine-tune yeah. what we take in and how we sift through that information and all that stuff so yeah you said it perfectly it's just it's just that ability to be able to it's just bringing awareness I feel like in every single aspect of your life and that's why I also oh my gosh I love journaling because (laughs) I'll look back at my journal when I was like in fifth grade and I'll be like Rebecca smacked my ass and I didn't (laughs) like that or you know like something like that and it's like just the way I thought I was like oh wow okay I brought awareness to yeah. the smack of my ass and then like I was aware of it and yes I, like, I love reading it. old diary <laughs> entries and in fact sometimes it takes a long time like a loop around before I realize that I haven't changed at all like sometimes I'll think I changed again <laughs> I was like reading a diary entry from like 2007 and I was like I'm describing feelings I've had now, but now I have more awareness of how to get out. But it was like, damn, you really took the long route route out of this one. Like, (laughs) just figured out how to, like, get out of here. Um, But in a way, it helps you be able to, like, feel like you're going back and saving yourself. Um, But Mm -hmm. speaking of finite time, um, I do want to get to the confession. So uh, I think this will I think we'll get into more of this as we go. But Kaiklo, is there anything you'd like to tell me? Um, well, I did train a daddy long leg spider to be my pet in the corner of the bathroom and oh it God. just destroyed me. I mean, not literally <laughs> destroyed me, but it just ruined, uh, it just let me down. Your face I'm right now, I know people upset. can't see, but you're like <laughs> looking down in shame at your microphone <laughs> as if reliving the memory as if you're there. Be in the moment, Eckhart Tolle, don't forget, you're not in that bathroom anymore. Um, <gasps> you trained. Okay. I want to unpack this for sure. Um, as, as, uh, as you know, I don't like spiders, but I also have a complicated relationship with them. But you said you trained a daddy long leg to be your pet in the corner of your bathroom. So a couple questions, what, like many questions, but first, what do you mean by <laughs> pet? Like, uh, and what did you train it to do? Like, it- <laughs> <laughs> so as you are, we can relate. Um, I don't, I project my, I mean, I just don't like spiders. And I think mm. the reason why I do, which this could be relatable, I have no idea, is I project a lot of, like, my hate and mm. just, like, oh, they're so ugly. Like, I just hate it. <laughs> and, like, even though it's never, like, hurt me, I just, like, project hate because they I feel like... Demonic. It's weird. They do. They do make you feel creepy crawly. What, how early... I mean, it's not uncommon to be scared of spiders. Was there a moment you remember being scared or were you always, like, mm-hmm. always afraid? Yeah, I was uh, eight years old, and there was a banana spider, black and yellow, sh- oh, shaking those on are a so, web. Like, almost like transparent, clear ones. Oh, 
It was disgusting. I turned oh. the corner. It was shaking on a web. I actually hypnotized myself uh, to get rid of that, oh like to cha- rewrite that memory. Oh so God. like now every time I see it, I see it like dancing. Oh, like, like, that's so cute. So, like, I love that. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, those moments stick I with went, you. What did I do? Oh yeah. So I was in this bathroom, and we'd get really gross ones. Like, the dead long legs weren't that bad because they had, like, little tiny butts and, like, huge legs. <laughs> but uh, the big nasty ones that looked almost like black widows or, like, wolf spiders would come in a lot. Oh. And um, one day I saw – I literally saw this nasty spider, probably, like, this big, and it ran into the web, and instantly – I saw like the whole scenario go down and I was on the toilet and I was like, whoa, that's actually kind of nice of it to do that. Like I, I didn't have to kill it. <laughs> it whoa, just went into so the web by itself. It Wait, so does other spiders. Okay. This is a stupid question, but I've never thought it till now. Cause I always assume spiders who make webs don't get caught in webs, but do they only, <laughs> are they only immune to their own web? I guess so. Cause wow. this was like a runner one. Like that's this gotta one be some. That's gotta be some sort of metaphor, right? Like, you can it's make the so web, but you could also get caught in the web. I don't know. Because <laughs> oh, the other good. spider, like, just because you have the power to catch flies doesn't mean you're immune to another spider's web. Literally. Dude, you got to write a book. <laughs> I do not. It would be a thousand pages. I talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'd read it. <laughs> True. Okay, maybe I will. Um, yeah. So what? So you watched <laughs> the spider go in, and it couldn't escape. It wasn't on purpose. It, like, just got stuck. It got stuck. It started rolling it right away, <gasps> like a nice little mozzarella stick, just little mozzarella. one over another. I love your, the metaphors you use are very delightful and really do take away the fear. Like a little <laughs> mozzarella stick is like not how I would tell a horror story. Okay, go on. <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe because I literally am. No, no, it's here. good. <laughs> it's definitely making this more. For anyone who's scared of spiders at home, think of mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Uh, don't do it the other way don't don't think of spiders when you eat mozzarella sticks but think of mozzarella sticks when you see spiders Mm-mm. no we don't want that <laughs> yeah exactly and you know i mean i kind of said it better thanks teresa uh, but yeah it just it hit different and i was like wow i almost feel like camaraderie like i don't feel like i'm projecting hate anymore mm. like something's different and um then i was like okay you know what i'm not gonna kill you but you are going to guard that corner and if there's ever a spider i'm gonna feed it to you because i know realistically you've got like your eyes probably are the size of an atom and you can't see shit because you're just one butt on an eight-legged thing and so isn't that um, crazy because it's what is so scary when i see them as i always think because when you're a kid you learn and maybe we should stop teaching kids the little miss muffet thing i think it's scarring children <laughs> i think it is because we draw and then for halloween they j- put that giant spider out it's like oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always in that classroom it's like giant hairy spider because <laughs> i remember gr- growing up being like spiders have eight legs and eight eyes and every time i see a spider and i used to scream when i was a kid <laughs> they stop because it's terrifying to hear a human scream right. and they stare and i project it's staring at me with eight eyes but mm-hmm. like you said like spiders are actually decentralized nerves mm-hmm. like they literally don't have a centralized nervous system so mm-hmm. they actually are probably the perfect thing for someone who wants to connect to the world and be decentralized because it's actually like Dang. but it, i also i'm scared of them i'm i don't know yeah it's scary to look at but yeah i don't know why i love that i love that honestly we got to put that in the book maybe page 400 just right, i know because it's like on paper don't spiders sound like the coolest you're like 
got a juicy booty, got these long legs, <laughs> eight of them. It's like, ooh, and it can make you a home and it catches food in the home. You're like, this sounds great. Where do I sign up? And you're like, I will marry you. And you show up, you're like, oh my God, no, 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 no. It's a spider. I don't want to marry you. <laughs> don't come close to me. Literally. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I mean, hey, better than flies, when they suck on you, they spit, suck, spit, suck. So at least they just bite into you one time. You know what I mean? But spiders don't really bite. Well, I guess they do bite humans, but they're not really after our blood. Yeah, no, they, I, I've seen, I feel like they're pretty docile most of the time. It depends on the breed. I mean, um, yeah, but anyway, like I would just chill and everything. And so like, did you name it? it? Sat there with, what? Did you name it? Um, I think I named it Becky. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Becky, Becky, Becky's are scary. Okay. I relate to that. <laughs> Becky had a big ass booty, so I don't know. I, it just went well with the big booty, you know, everything. So, um, and it was in the corner, and it literally sucked on that spider for probably I want to say like three or four weeks. What? I, it takes that long to eat a spider. And its butt got from like this, oh. and it it got nasty ass. Ew! It was oh disgusting. It got so big. I was like, ew! Are you the same spider? Like, oh. ew! And I tried Whoa. putting another spider because I was like, okay, here's our agreement. Like, I let you live. Here's our agreement. <laughs> and it didn't even touch it. The spider wow. was literally, like, walking in the webs. And it was still sucking on the old spider oh. from, like, three weeks ago. I'm not even kidding. I was so, I was like, I'm done with you. Did I'm it so eat sorry. any, like, like, flies? I'm both of you. I feel like maybe that spider wasn't supposed to eat the spider. Like, it, ha it was like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done this. And then it was like, n now I'm Dang. going to pay. I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't know. Yeah. I actually do have a friend who loves bugs, and um, I should ask her this, but <laughs> I don't know if spiders <laughs> eat. Are they allowed to? Are they supposed to eat spiders? <laughs> Honestly, I really don't even know. You I have, have no Hannibal Lecter spider in your, in your bathroom. Yeah, I wonder. <clears throat> but yeah, so anyway, I just destroyed it, and then I kind of <laughs> felt bad about it. But then uh, not too long after, I... I learned about self-hypnosis. Okay. And that's what a lot of my TikToks have been. Wait, how long was I made Becky there before we go? <clears throat> so th the, just the three or four weeks and then you were like, I can't do this anymore? Yeah, probably about three or four weeks. I was like, yeah, it's not working out. How did like, you destroy her? There. Were you not scared of taking her down or vacuum? What, what's your, what's your, <laughs> like, help me. How do you do this? <laughs> how did you take Becky down? <laughs> um, well, I destroyed her nice and softly. Oh, I feel so bad now. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't feel bad. She ate a spider. I mean, maybe maybe she reincarnated as a bird or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, she'll be fine. Um, She's decentralized. But I just they don't feel pain. Shoe or something like that. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what I used to always be scared of. Is the especially the really big ones. Is like you're too big to be here, but you're too big for me to kill you. Like <laughs> I can't do it. Like I, I have no power. Like it's yeah. I don't like. I used to just squish them. I don't like to anymore. But the turning point for me was literally at the beginning of quarantine. I feel like quarantine really did a lot a number on me but i went on a facetime mm -hmm. date first date Ooh. facetime with a guy on hinge very nice lovely date we were connecting huge ass spider to <laughs> showed up like i was literally <laughs> no he was a spider no he wasn't what if i was like and he was a spider and that's the twist no he uh honey get in here no um <laughs> um <laughs> it was like on my wall and i say like it was i'm not exaggerating it was like this big like so big and I even showed him because I was like, I know this is going to sound crazy and we just met, but there was a huge spider. You have to see it. And I don't know what to do. I'm <laughs> terrified. I'm alone. And I was like, uh, 
I don't mind continuing the date, but I have to take care of this. Like, and he's like, okay. And he's like, well, okay, I'll stay on with you. So I, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So I trapped it in a cup, but it was like a whole ordeal. And I literally dropped any, Whoa. not that I have any facades or mask on date, but usually I have some sort of like, let me at least try to be a little less insane. Uh, <laughs> all of that dropped. As soon as a spider showed up, I was just like, ah, like I'm just me now. Like, sorry. Which, Give me a cup. Yeah. Give me a cup for heaven's sakes. Sugar, water, water. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, so I did end up um, trapping it, and and then after, after the day, I took it out. But I would love to see that. It like, was, oh, but it like, was like, what are you into? It was like a learning experience. It was the kind of like awakening, not like in the way that you had, where it's so magical. But I would say that was like I passed a level there because. Uh, I did really connect to this guy and we did end up talking a lot more. It just, with quarantine, it was like, we can't meet up. It's not going anywhere. And then I, uh, we still like have a connection, but I ended up dating someone I already was seen. Um, yeah. Like continuing that into being more official. But I, yeah. the spider thing really made me realize like, oh, maybe in a way it helped me because I let my guard down, but not in a way that was manufactured. Like I don't like when people, you know, there's the pickup artist, male toxic you know way where they like cr create this element of vulnerability which is like no be yourself but right. you can't force it but it happened that fate stepped in and i was so myself and then he still wanted to hang out so that really l took away the anxiety and fear of like going on a date so it's like well now you've seen me be a little bit crazy about the spider and it's not weird to be because everyone has those, but you don't really show that usually when you meet someone. So it took away that fear. Um, so in a way, mm. the fear of the spider took away the fear of, I don't know where I'm going with this, a fear of uh, being rejected. So yeah, in a way, I have to thank that spider. <laughs> and it's beautiful because he got to see you in that element, you know? Like imagine <laughs> if he was like, oh, you know, no. It's like, oh, thank God he said no and like just disappeared because you, you want to be yeah. yourself, you know? Like eventually... You know, yeah. just like chill. And I mean, it's like the flirting stage is kind of like, you know, like you flirt and having a good time messing around. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, OK, is he going to stay when I fart? Is he going to yeah, stay yeah. when I Well, is he, he also said not to kill it. it. That really got me, too, because I mean, he wasn't like oh. I think he it was his gut instinct. I was like, oh, my God, a spider. I was like, ah. And he's like, and it was going over there. And he's like, I was like, oh, I'll just kill it. And he's like, don't kill it. And he's like, well, I mean, because then he yeah. realized he came out and there's like, oh, well, I don't know you. I don't want to tell you what to do. You're alone. Like, Aww. you know, but then he was like, oh, or whatever. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I don't have to kill. Like, it was just enough to make me go, oh, that's my instinct because I've never been wow. like, that's how my parents were. If I was scared, they'd be like, we'll get it. But then him going like, don't kill it. But then also like, oh, mm -hmm. but I want you to feel safe. So do what you mm -hmm. want. Made me realize, oh, I also want to feel safe. My goal is not to kill the spider is to feel safe. Oh, you're telling me there's a way to feel oh. safe without killing it? And then I realized, yes, there is. So we like let it out. But I mean, my, my, yeah, I ended up getting my sister involved. But during the date, he was trapped. <laughs> under, it was trapped under the plate and we released it after. So, yeah, it was like a moment for me to go, oh, just because this thing scares me. I'm not trying to kill it. I just don't want it here. And there is another mm -hmm. option. That is so sweet. Wow. I wish you could have talked to me when I was um, <laughs> 20, 20 years old. I wish you came in angel uh, form and you're like, Carly, there's peace. Please, uh, lock down your walls. <laughs> but then in a way, you, would, you wouldn't have come to these realizations on your own. I think in order to really know something mm. in your body, like I could have 
told myself this when I was younger and I would have been like, well, fuck that. I'm still going to scream. It's not until mm-hmm. you actually are there and experience it that you feel it where you're like, I am safe. Like I did feel, he made me mm-hmm. feel safe because he was, I think, being like, just he had his guard down. I had my guard down. And then I realized I can feel safe in the presence of this very scary spider, which means it's kind of a lie to say that this spider is going to kill me because here I am alive. I had the power mm. and what, therefore, what am I afraid of? I'm just kind of continuing, not to say I'm totally over my fear, but I am in a way continuing a lie, a narrative that's not real if I keep saying this spider is going to kill me because obviously it hasn't. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, what that shows me is that you already are very, very aware. Like you're very in tune with your body and your surroundings and like, I think you definitely deserve like 14 pats on the back because <laughs> of that. And if you ever want me to I love validation, your fear yes, away, but... <laughs> you know, I, I love hypnotizing. I'm hypnotizing someone tomorrow. I'm Wait, you, you do today. hypnosis? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Can you speak on that more? I didn't know that. Uh, so how did you get, did you just teach yourself or how did you like start? Um, I was so annoyed with these constant fears that kept on coming up and like not knowing how to like deal with it and like I got to the point where it wasn't like it was just like annoying like I even though I didn't identify with it it would just pop up in my head and I'm like why are you popping in my head is there a way to like not get you to pop in my head all the time and so Mm. I started realizing like with a a self-help self-hypnosis there's this ability to incorporate visualizations Mm. and to help uh, naturally appease um, your fears and if you think about it negatively charged emotions you don't have to feel negatively charged emotions Mm. you can feel a memory and you can change how you feel about it and then Mm. it no longer has that ability to take away your peace and to take away your happiness true because you're the one in the driver's seat like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of little voices in your head i like that movie inside out but i think about like there's a lot of drivers and you don't have to kick them out of the car because that's like you you want them there for sometimes but you also can be like, well, we're driving now. So sorry for your, like, get in the back. Tell me, mm-hmm. like, everyone t- put your lunch orders in and then I will decide where <laughs> we're eating. Like, I'm looking at what you you tell me, but I'm not going to, like, yeah. So it doesn't mean ignoring it, but it, you don't have to let it drive. My metaphors are much shittier than I feel like. They're probably better. No, I love, better. <laughs> no, I I love, love your connections. They're beautiful. <laughs> Wait, so how did you learn um, hypnosis? Um, to be honest, like I don't even <laughs> I don't even know. Like I, I love to read, so like I'll just read whatever's on the internet and I'll read like whatever PDFs I can get a hold of. Um, and then like they're very similar to guided meditations that I do. Mm. Um, I would say that the intention is just a little more specific. Um, mm-hmm. so like the visualization and the intentions. Um, I do very similar like guided meditations on my TikTok where we deal with like shadow work and like mm-hmm. you'll experience the fear coming as an entity mm. and like and then f- make peace with it. So allow yourself to feel it and allow yourself to Whoa. feel what it felt like you didn't allow it to feel like. And then you uh, either hug it with love and light or if it doesn't want to come to you, then you visualize it like going off into the mm. distance and no longer being a part of you. Can you d- just, just define a little that. bit for listeners who aren't familiar with shadow work? Because I'm, I'm vaguely familiar, but I don't even know if I totally have the right definition. What do you mean when you say oh, shadow yeah. work? 
Um, so pretty much uh, the shadow refers to any parts of yourself that um, you may have pushed down. So like repressed emotions, projections, um, hard feelings, trauma. And it's like a safe place to bring it back up and then mm. deal with it in a healthy way so that it no longer is stored in the body as trauma or projected. Wow. I love that. I mean, I do you know about EMDR? You're, what you're describing is really similar. I mean, these are all, like you said, n names are, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like the breathing. I'm just thinking of how you are like, I don't want to do meditation. Yeah. You're like, let's breathe. <laughs> like names are our shorthand for uh, communicating, but ultimately the thing mm -hmm. itself is there whether you name it or not. And EMDR, it's not exactly the same, but I think it um, speaks to a lot of what you're talking about with shadow work. And mm -hmm. I, I recently, it's trauma therapy. It's like, I would say, I guess what you're describing would be in the category more holistic, but it's all mm. connected. Um, EMDR is like, you know, like you recognized by licensed clinicians, but at the same time, it's also just the same. So I've done it and it's uh, part of it. It's going back into the tra traumatic memories. And then like mm -hmm. you say, like processing it, but we, they do it in a way where like your eyes move really fast when you're dreaming. And they mm -hmm. kind of induce that state. So it's similar to hypnosis, I think. And yeah. then you're there and then you're supposed to like bring like these safeguard characters with you that it's this whole process where you first create characters that keep you safe and then you bring them with you and then you go into the memory mm. and you relive it. But this time with the knowledge and the character surrounding you, it's really powerful. Um, and mm. I got I started doing it a year and a half ago and it's I mean, wow. Now that I think about it, it's probably the reason that I was able to like grow so much more this year. But um, I guess wow. it's sim it must be similar to shadow work because what you're describing yeah. sounds really similar. No, yeah, that sounds very similar. I mean, that's beautiful. So you like you go in, you create these characters and you make it safe. That's super. Yeah. With hypnosis, um, it's very similar. Like you can go into the memory and mm -hmm. like just change how you feel. Or if you want to go into a memory and change maybe your uh, reaction or the ending. So mm. I did this one hypnotherapist with someone on like online and it was like the fear of rejection. And it was mm. really interesting because they do that thing where your eyes start moving. That's literally then, with EMDR. Oh, wow. It probably is so like cool. different paths to the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And like she just said, like your subconscious will bring up the memory of rejection that is most rooted in your mind. And then I thought of this moment when I was like eight years old on the swing and someone's like, who would want to marry her? Ew. And like, I thought of that memory. And then instead of them running away laughing, I saw myself making peace and like uh, giving this person a hug and being like, hey, it's okay. You know, like everything's mm. good. And so then when you come out of it, it's like um, you, you have this peace about you and you have every right to because According to quantum physics, there are an infinite amount of probable past and infinite amount mm. of probable futures based off of different choices that you could have taken. Yeah, true. So that's when you so interesting. decide another choice, you're just exploring. Yeah, and you're and, and I think it's so important to like look at the whole picture because I think that's what's so cool about shadow work is it's like it's not to erase the memory or mm -hmm. like uh or like start from the beginning because you actually did learn from it, but it's to take the lesson mm -hmm. and actually learn from it and graduate. Like instead of being like, let me yes. repeat this course again because I didn't like how it ended. It's like you finished it. You didn't like the grade, like, but now you're in sixth grade. So keep going. And at some mm -hmm. point you'll get better. Again, my <laughs> metaphors suck. 
Everything's cool for me. I love I loved school when I was a kid. I just, I don't know. It was a place where yeah. I felt like I picked up the rules and structures the quickest. And at home, like, uh, you know, I, I love my family. I've talked about it on the pod before, but it was really unstable. And I think having no way to hold on to like rules school to me I always loved because it's like well mm. if you teach me how to do it I'll study and do it better next time same <laughs> very unstructured and I like gravitated towards rules that's so cool yeah um the shadow work thing okay I want to share this one thing from EMDR because I feel like it might be interesting mm -hmm. to you and the listeners but yeah. I recently did one about a memory and I won't get into the memory too much but how when I came out of it like my therapist was asking me like okay how do you feel like what does it seem like to you and you can kind of just you see like a lot of visions it almost feels like to me I've never done DMT but people talk about it like it's like mm. the chemical you have in your brain when you dream it feels to me like probably what DMT is but without any high it's just like you just see a lot of visions. Most of them are connected to a traumatic memory. So it's not fun, mm -hmm. but it's kind of cool. Um, but at the end, I was, the way I felt and how I told my therapist was like, I feel like this memory I realize is always going to be there, but it's like a hike you go on that you like. And I love to hike, but I actually hate it when I really am honest. <laughs> it's weird. I love hiking because right. I love how I feel when I finish. I'm always like, let's go hiking. I love hiking. As soon as I'm on the hike, I'm always like, I fucking hate hiking. I hate it. And then I'm like, <laughs> but I also don't want to go back. I'm like, I know I can do it. Whenever I'm done, right. I love it. But usually how it feels is like, you know, you'll see these milestones like, oh, this part's mm -hmm. the hard part, especially if you've done it before. Yeah. So I started thinking of the traumatic memory. as like, oh, when I see this rock, I know this mm -hmm. part's about to get hard. Um, and I won't feel good if I get to the top without doing any hiking. So it's like, mm. I ha it's part of the path. I have to do it. Mm -hmm. It's not no good or bad. It's just there, but it is hard. And once I get through it, I'll mm -hmm. get to the top and I'll be at the top and I'll have that good feeling. And mm -hmm. I can always choose like, Oh, today's not the day. I don't want to like do that today. Um, and I don't have to. So it's not like there is a choice, I guess, but it's not in the way we think. It's not like I'm going to make this path just flat and easy. Cause then you don't have, <laughs> you don't have the good feeling. So that's how I explained yeah. it to her. And it really helped me to recategorize like traumatic memories for myself instead of feeling like I was stuck there. I'm like, mm. that's the hard part. Here it comes and it'll end. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's always there. It doesn't really like go that's away. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And you know, honestly, like I feel like there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, I just really wish I could have the ability to erase this, mm. you know, this fear. Like, even though I'm, it's just kind of like pops in and pops out or this idea of a fear that I've had in the past. But like you said, there's like so much to learn from whenever it pops in, like you get better and better of being able to choose how you feel about it and like yeah. its ability over you. And that's part of the learning process, because if you have like a set of fears that you have overcome and yeah they might pop in and pop out but they lose the ability to control you and to take away your peace mm -hmm. then you win in the end yeah and all fear is you I mean th there's always going to be outside factors but the reality is anything especially imagination wise like mm -hmm. in real life it's like well like pain is maybe someone else causing it but the anxiety yeah. we talk about like being like what's going to happen all of those scenarios, like, hate to break it to you, but it's your imagination is just too good. Like, you're the one coming up with those scenarios. Like, you don't have to be writing those. You don't have to be writing the scary stories if you don't want to be. Um, so true. But, yeah, I, I love that. This is really, oh. like, hopefully it's helpful for you, but it's really been really helpful 
to talk through it like this with you. Oh, yeah. Um, I always <laughs> learn so much and, like, grow so much when you just, like, ping pong back and forth and share memories and share ideas. Like, oh, yeah, I love – this is – this is beautiful I just love your spirit too like I love how you're just like you love making people laugh and then you also love to like grow and find different ways to like benefit you and other people so it's just yeah it's amazing oh thank you that's so sweet I okay I want to ask a a TikTok question and then I play game and end but mostly because I have been getting a lot and you I think you commented on the one I posted about this but I keep getting these witch talk spirituality um TikToks that are like really a lot of them go are less grounded than yours they really go into like they, there's something called the ascension 5d and some of them mm. start getting really into territory that feels like almost Scientology like where mm. it's like half truths um because like what we've been saying today these are we're checking in with each other there's truths to this human body mm-hmm. there's different names for trauma therapy shadow work but then there's ones where people will add a like add a like it's totally new reveal like did you know you're actually from this planet and here and this and your purpose is to like transcend or whatever and so I guess my question is um not like what's real what's not but how do you discern from because I think people listening may be like oh they're doing this cool stuff I want to be there and may fall prey to I don't know if any of these are like malicious but they do some of them give me Scientology vibes Mm-hmm. uh culty vibes um so how do you sort of how how should someone who's like a beginner in this navigate looking into it without getting overwhelmed or brainwashed because that's something i'm always afraid of is like mm-hmm. a too easy path is a really good way to just get manipulated do you know oh, what i'm talking about yeah. by the way like yeah. have you like the, the five uh ascension and 5d is the one i see a lot which i mm see as shorthand for spirituality but it's not quite because there's a whole storyline to how Mm -hmm. this is the day that we're all going to become aliens is the narrative Mm. i'm seeing on tiktok have you seen this yeah Uh, yeah i think i've (laughs) um i don't know if i came like i know the alien one but the connection between the two that's interesting what so yeah, I guess. Well, first of all, what, where, where do you stand on it? Um, th- there's no right or wrong, but I'm also mm-hmm. curious how you go about like not being overwhelmed by all these different um, teachings. Because coming from religion, you obviously have found a way to discern um, mm-hmm. your reality from others, but not everyone has had that experience. Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm really glad you answered that or you asked that because that's something I've been thinking about lately with people is that within religion, one of the most uh, not beneficial things that I had to go through was moralizing Mm. everything, moralizing sex, moralizing Mm. drugs, moralizing the way you talk to someone, moralizing who you hang out with, you know, like saved versus unsaved, woke versus not woke. Mm -hmm. um, Very binary. Once more, it's this like, yeah. And people will stand in the middle and go, I don't feel this way. And I don't feel this way. It's like, and then you still can't see that that means by default there's a, at least a third but then mm-hmm. you just feel, I need a fit I like but then it's like you exist so that means others like you exist exactly yes and so similarly in religion it people can fall prey and they can call it oh this open field of mm. believe whatever you want you know what take whatever resonates with you and then create this doctrine and then moralize spirituality and so falling uh-huh. into the same thing as a certain religion that moralizes their doctrine 
Um, so there's a narrative where they've taken something that like um, I can I can understand the quantum physics behind the dimensions, mm-hmm. but they start to moralize the dimensions and they start to um, say, oh, well, I'm in a 5D and you're not. What do people and do in religion? What oh, is I'm 5D for people who've never heard? Because I, I could try to explain what I think it is, but I'm, I'm not sure if you have it right. Like it, to me, it's like been shown in many ways in like your TikTok resonated because it felt like, okay, you're grounded. And then I get a lot of very, very like, I think like mm-hmm. I, when I say Scientology, I mean like literally like names I've never seen. I'm like, where did it come from that? I've never heard. Like, it's just like mm. ancient stories that aren't really rooted in right. any source that I can find that are like, mm. you know, you're a child of the star. And I'm like, uh, what? Where's this? Can I find this anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> so what is 5D yeah. and what is, uh, or to you, or what, how do you, would you define it? Well, it's funny. I just, I actually just did a TikTok on this, which is super cool. Um, but so the dimensions, um, so in quantum physics, um, there are a list of dimensions that mm. people uh, perceive. Some people think that there's 10. Some scientists believe there's 12. Personally, I'm in the camp that believes there could be 12 dimensions. Um, but it's truly no one knows for sure how many dimensions are in. Um, and so the first uh, three are the X, Y, Z plane. So mm. how we interact and move. And then the fourth dimension is considered time by scientists. And mm. um, the fifth dimension is in reference to, like, from a scientific point of view, the fifth dimension is just another dimension of awareness mm. that we, um, that you can either perceive or not perceive. And then mm. again, um, within that, people have moralized the dimensions which is interesting because like you wouldn't like, how could you moralize the X dimension? You know, it's like things are on an X line, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. So, um, and so I guess what people do is they take perception and they create a dualistic perspective of, Oh, well, see, I'm 5d because I love everyone and I'm woke and you're not woke. But that doesn't make that any sense so because funny if you're when you truly, say it that way. <laughs> you, know, it's, you wouldn't create a dichotomy. Yeah. If you perceive more than everyone else, if you perceive more mm-hmm. you see more like God, and if God is oneness, if source, you know, we come from a perfect one source, love and unity, you wouldn't create a dichotomy of like, I'm better than yeah. you. Yeah, you wouldn't split your, if you believe you're all one, you wouldn't split yourself off like that that's so interesting okay I love that I'm sure there's so much more I'm gonna have to keep watching your TikToks to learn about so <laughs> people please uh follow Kygo to get all that info oh, thank you. but um okay I want to end on a I like to end on a little game this is uh I don't know if this is exactly a game but I think it'll be fun for for mm-hmm. me and hopefully you but I think because of the first TikTok I saw the one where you were like so calm about like I'm just gonna like love and light but I felt that it was genuine and not in a petty way I still have problems with that so this is called troll me once I got a lot of trolls on TikTok (laughs) and as a comedian I think there is a healthy degree of like sometimes I invite I don't like to shut out uh, quote-unquote haters I like it because it helps me see the negative space of like oh if I don't agree with you and I see where you're coming from value wise doesn't align then it to me it actually enforces my values but if you're saying something that you know I should listen to then I can adjust so I, I like that stuff mm. but I am just a weak weak little bitch who enjoys to clap back 
in a way that's probably not healthy. So this is a, a game where I'm going to just read you a few of the trolley comments I've gotten. I'll tell you how I responded. And, you know, this is my shame across to bear is that they're probably not the best ways to respond. Um, and then I'm curious how you would respond it, or how you would send the love and light, because I would love to love mm -hmm. my trolls. I don't know if I'm there yet. Like, I always feel my ego <laughs> being like, say something back, say something back. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, okay, so, okay, this, here's the first one. This person uh, was commenting on a joke I made about uh, white guys that like Asian girls, and I'm not going to get in the joke, but it's not about white guys. It's about a specific mm -hmm. type of interaction. And they said, seems kind of racist, not going to lie. Don't appreciate you making comments about a race that's not yours, squinty eyes. Um, and this person, <laughs> yes, they said squinty eyes. And then they also said, all white guys like Asian girls. So I responded, um, thank you for saying this. Let me buy you a coffee for real. I, I can tell people I've been mean to you, but I want to stop the cycle of being mean here. That was me oh. recently. So I'm try this is me trying, but I still needed to respond. I feel like the, I don't know. Is that, how would you, what would you have done? That's so cute though. Like the way you said it, like, let me buy you a coffee and like you wanted to make peace. I think that was beautiful. Oh, but that's you so nice. I, I feel, okay. Here's how I feel about me is I still wanted to be like nice, but I couldn't, I still felt like in saying this, there's a bit of ego and like, let mm. me control this narrative by having the upper hand. And I don't know how to get past that. Hmm. Well, um, I mean, personally, I thought that was so cute and like <laughs> nice of you, like the way you're like, hey, I want to talk about this. Um, gosh, if that were to happen to me, I mean, I would probably either use that one or <laughs> I would just be like, um, hey, um, sometimes people, when they comment, it's because uh, even if it's a joke, they take it personally, which is like the whole point is to not take a joke personally. <laughs> and it's like it stems from an insecurity within. Mm. And so even though like, you know, it it's a joke and like people know it's a joke and they don't take it seriously, there's always potentially going to be one person who doesn't understand or just instantly feels their triggers mm. or their insecurity. And it, 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 it doesn't even become about the joke anymore. And I think like, if you feel in a place like um, to do it, you could be like, hey, dude, like, I'm sorry if I like offended you in any way. Like, I was just trying to tell a joke, but I really, um, I really hope that everything is, you know, I really hope that we're okay and everything and I'm sending love and light, much love to you or something like that. Just because it's like, it's about the insecurity now. It's not mm. even about the joke because the joke is harmless. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, they've been hurt, they've been triggered by mm. something but it's like people can be triggered by the word spider and that has it's the to do spider with it. oh my god you just connected into my brain that what i'm seeing i see it's like the spider is the truth but when i see it i see something scary and they might see something mm -hmm. different but what it is is just a spider like exactly. i don't know yeah wow i mean you're like breaking my brain i love that um i do think that <laughs> i'm still not quite there i don't think i could just respond and say i'm sorry if i offended you earnestly but i want to get there so this is part of my learning process is to be mod get, see the right model okay this one um said female comedians are there any i have okay this was on a joke i made about um it was a sex joke but like not really i i did talk about sex but it seems to ma make a lot of not everyone but a lot of men mad when sex is brought up but it was just a joke about how i wanted to write a th like want to write a thank you card after sex because i 
just think it's polite and they said female comedians are there any i have never heard one funny female comedian ever they can only get a laugh if they reference sex my reply was you should hear my head a gabbler joke there's no sex in it but someone still gets off duh but again it's my ego stepping in wanting to kind of like say something witty back um so i don't know that i i that this is me that's who i am but i mm-hmm. i feel the ego sometimes gets in the way um but what's the love and light version <laughs> i mean like if you're always gonna have hecklers and that's the funny part is like life in general like there's always gonna be people and again it, it just sounds like he's <clears throat> he is projecting his insecurities onto you because there's literally no reason to like do that to someone you know what I mean like unless you've been hurt literally Mm. there's no reason and I love the someone told me I don't know who it was but it's like people either um speak from a place of healed like they're healed or they're still hurt and then Mm. I would just like and even though like I know it can seem kind of like oh like I don't want them to you know be this or this but you just reiterate like hey dude um you know, much love to you. I was just telling a joke and I'm really sorry if my joke offended you. Um, I appreciate you and uh, much love to you because even though like from a, from our perspective, like they don't deserve your love. It's like that same love is what heals them. What helps initiate their healing from that insecurity that Mm. was brought up. That's true. They're perpetuating a negative, a negative narrative because oh wow that's probably like too much to get into but the short version that you just help you're like my 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 brain is rearranging as you say this but <laughs> what I realized when you said that is like it's easier to believe the negative narrative is true if you don't know how to get out of it so he's almost like trying to reinforce it by pushing buttons to make me mad and then he can be like see women suck instead of yep. actually realizing he could get what he needs it's just hard but he can get it um Mm -hmm. and then he can get out of that dark place wow i love that yes definitely still not there yet to be able to just say so earnestly but here's the last one this one um i could use your help because i probably won't respond to this but i this one made me laugh because it's so the what i would have responded is probably just to shit on this person but uh (laughs) but i didn't want to and then i so i didn't but it was a joke about so i didn't respond so i have no response but i'm curious what you would say it was a joke about my um, my brother dying, which is not funny, but he did die. And then what's funny is how my dad got up. Oh, thank you. But it's OK. I mean, I, you know, I'm a comedian, so I use things from my life. But uh, yeah. my what was funny to me and I had to talk about my brother was that afterwards, my dad really loves the number 69 because it's my little brother's biking number, which is very funny to me because he's an old Asian man who I've explained what 69 means. And still, <laughs> he still does it. And it makes me laugh. So this, yeah. so this was the, uh, oh, where did it go? Oh, oh, here we go. Okay. This was the comment. Um, she's just telling the joke. The real credit goes to the dad. Also, RIP his son. Oh, sounds like he's not having it. Yeah. Um, what did you? So you didn't respond. I to didn't him, respond. Honestly? Oh, there's these. There's two like this. The other one. Okay. This they kind of fall in the same camp. This one says it's funny, but your brother dying ruined the joke. Can't make something. Can't make a joke about something sad. How I would have responded, which is why I didn't, is to be like, well, uh, you know, like, 
I didn't like I like it's sad. Do you want me to just be sad forever? Or the dad one just being like he literally said RIP his son as if it's like not your brother. I'm like, uh, okay. Mm. As if like but then I was like, this is too much. I'm actually getting into this fight instead of just like mm. so then I was like, I don't know how to right. respond without my ego. Yeah, dang. Um, for that one, that one's an interesting one because it's like they're trying to give take away the credit from you in the first one. And um, this is uh, this is what I do a lot actually with my comments when people are like, "Oh, you're a false teacher. You're a false prophet. Oh, you're leading people astray." Um, it's mainly from like Christians who I'm just like, um, it's like, like, why are you on TikTok videos, watching it like, then? If you believe you found all the answers, like you're out here looking <laughs> for something, aren't you? <laughs> like, yeah, and I just say, you know, that's uh, it's fine if you think that. Like, if that's what you want to believe, so be it. But if you're curious to have another perspective or Hmm. here's something different like check out my other tiktoks and it just shows that like i literally yeah. do not care and i'm not hurt at all because i accept them for where they're at and i know they're just reflecting what's either healed or what wow. needs to be and i also know that when they're at that point when they're commenting they're taking the time to like write <laughs> up a huge thing they're like actually invested and a lot of them like come back and they want they want me to prove myself they huh. they're curious even though they're like oh no i would never like the blood of Jesus forever. <laughs> oh, never! Um, but I'm just they, gonna subscribe, like, follow, watch all your lives, and <laughs> yes, yeah. They come back and they ask questions, and that's and it reminds me of my own journey of like where I was, and so huh. I, I realized the best thing I can do is even when they call me false prophet, really bad names, I know who I am. I know mm. what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I know that my mission is to give love and light, and so as long as I give it, it like puts down their barriers, mm. and um. It just does something so any way of like you know showing him that you care and that you accept him and you know like okay if that's what you want to believe so be it i love that i might actually use that i love the way you said but here's if you want to believe something different here's an here's a different perspective because you're not forcing it and you're also saying if you want you don't have to but you're also not erasing mm. yourself you're not shrinking yourself for this person mm -hmm. you're saying like well i'm here's how i think if you're curious but if you're not then you can ignore it but like so I, I love that yeah I love that that's great well thank you so much I feel like I learned a lot um well where can oh. people follow you I mean want to plug your your TikTok everyone should definitely follow Kai Globe because oh, these TikToks are like you. you know now that I know you do you actually like do sessions I'm like oh that's even better but it's just even watching them I'm like I've learned a lot um <laughs> Oh, so glad it yeah I love acting so I I love the ability to like teach and also do like mm. little acting segments and so it's just really cool being able to like know that I can like help people while I do my passion of acting. That's awesome. So where, yeah, sorry, where, so want to plug where people can follow you and all oh, your yeah, things. Sure. And if you have any projects um, or anything coming up, feel free to, did you raise a hand? Oh, whoa. What was that? <laughs> I was like, yes, I call on you. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I had it on FN. <laughs> oh, okay. I can say it. Um, I, I just, yeah, usually... If, uh, okay, so you can follow Kaiglo at Kaiglo555. Um, and also, is there anything you want to plug coming up? Pro I think this will probably go up in a few weeks if there's any live uh, projects or pods or books or anything like that. Oh, um, gosh, am I doing anything? <laughs> Eventually, I'd love to write a book. I feel yes. like that'd be really cool. Um, I do, oh, I do podcasts, um, guided meditations <gasps> on my podcast. What's it called? Um, it's called Exploring Life. It's on um, Apple, Google, and pretty much I, all the pot, the meditations that come from this book, I put it in there. And it's really, it's trippy. This one, 
it's like about it's called uh, so kaigo told me not spiritual growth by what's the author um being your higher self by sanaya roman being your highest oh why did i say oh it says spiritual growth up there okay being your higher self by uh say that again i can't see it at all so sanaya roman sanaya roman cool yeah thanks for the rec and your instagram is kylie webb seven um k-y-l-e-e-w-e-b-b seven um yeah and Yay. i'm gonna check out that podcast for yes you guys should check it out for guided meditations and this has been so tell you can tell me anything i'm Teresa lee you can follow me at larisa t or follow this podcast at tell me anything pod on instagram and that's it goodbye goodbye